What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Game Overs, episode 125 for Saturday, November 5th, 2022. I am Wasabi Ice Cream. Joined as always with my dude, Rick. What's up? Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Rick here. You came in hot with that. What's wow. up, dude? You scared me. You came in hot. <laughs> fucking, are you like licking your mic right now? You just put the mic in your mouth? The hell you was told that? me like having it closer to my face would like make it sound better. Yeah, that's fantastic. That is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it really? You're fucking with me. No. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> uh, I'm to get back. <laughs> no, yeah, that's an absurd level of uh, intimacy. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm here. This is Rick. I'm excited. There's not a lot to talk about this week. Not a lot happened. We played quite a couple games uh, I want to talk about that you want to talk about. So let's start, man. Tell people what you've been playing for the past, like, nine hours. Yeah, we're doing the uh, extra live stream right now, 24 hours straight. Uh, so for the past, yeah, for the past nine hours, I've been playing Bayonetta 3. And I'm at the oh, very end. <laughs> I'm at the final chapter, and uh, the game's good, okay? I'm not going to sit here and tell you, like, it's a bad game, because it's not. But? There's some things about it that I'm like, oh, this is a little annoying. Yeah, it's a little, it gets a little annoying sometimes with the camera. I feel like the camera is, like, is the real boss of the game. (laughs) <laughs> like you, you fight the camera more than you fight any other enemy in the game, and it's it's a little, it's a little much for me, especially when the, there's like big enemies, like large enemies, where you can't see all of their limbs. So if they like decide to like swipe down with an arm, and you can only see their legs because they're so big, and. You know, a lot of a lot of the mechanics in that game revolve around you know dodging, perfect dodging. Uh, there's other playable characters in the game that, while they can dodge, they don't trigger the the witch Which time. time. Uh, yeah, what's her face? Viola in the game. She uses a katana, and her katana is parry based, so you have to parry attacks, not dodge attacks for her oh that's uh that's a metal gear riser character yeah but it doesn't work like metal gear where you can just spam the shit like you have to you have to time it properly so uh good (laughs) and then it just gets it gets like chaotic if you're like i'm not a perfectionist so it's not like you're not gonna die a lot i mean you're gonna die a lot in the game but and a lot of it's going to be because of the fucking camera and because of how chaotic everything is on screen and you can't see attacks coming in. Um, I know you were watching a little bit and you were like, oh, I can I can parse everything that's happening. You can't. When you play it, I, I guarantee you, and you're like, this is bullshit. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was saying that because I was watching it like passively. I wasn't like actively engaging with it. So I'm sure, of course, like I can observe everything. Yeah. Once you're like, when you're playing it, it's like totally different, I think, because there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. And then, okay, so not only is there a lot going on, but 
Here's something you don't realize until you've like played uh, like when you've been playing it a lot. And this is both a good and a bad thing. Yeah. It mixes up the gameplay variety constantly. It's constantly like doing new things with the gameplay so much so that it has to throw a tutorial at you. Like, okay, here's what's happening now. Here's what the controls do now. And it's good because it like mixes it up. So you don't get like, you know, you're not doing the same repetitive shit over and over again. It keeps everything fresh, but at the same time, it keeps changing everything. So you you can't get comfortable in like a, every time it changes something, you have to be like, okay, now what, what the fuck do the buttons do now? And so you have to like take a second and pause it and like look at the, it'll put on the left side of the screen. It'll say, hey, the X button does this now or the Y button does this. And you can shift into a different mode if you hit the right trigger and then everything does this. And it's like, okay, this is a little much. And then you only do that for like three and a half minutes and then you go back to a normal thing. And then maybe you'll get something else completely different for like another three and a half minutes. And it like does that a lot. And I'm like, okay, this is a bit much, man. You keep like changing all the controls and I have to like sit here and like re relearn everything because it's like, it, it's completely different uh, from like one chapter to the next. So I don't know. It was a little, I, I was, I was glad I was mixing it up, but it was a little too much of mixing up. I think, I don't know. That's what I was worried about because like, I like games. I mix it up too, but also like, I bought this game for a reason, you know, and if you're going to take that reason away from me, like constantly, yeah. it's a balancing act to like keep it for, keep it varied. But some, also, of it, like, some of it was really cool. Uh, Jean, Jean makes a return in this game and she has, she has dedicated segments or like a stealth. It's like a, her sex segments or like a side scrolling stealth missions. Uh, what? Like, it's like that a mix. Cool. It's like a mix of like a side scrolling Metal Gear Solid and like elevator action. Uh, at some points, it's like a Contra. Uh, it's like really cool. Her stuff is really cool. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. And then there was a segment that was like a rhythm game, almost like a like a Hatsune Miku rhythm game, and I was like, this is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, you like rhythm games, though. So. Yeah, yeah. So it was actually it was pretty dope, but. Um, but that's what I'm talking about, though. And then, like, there's there's parts where there's like, um, it's like a shoot 'em up, like a like a side scrolling shoot 'em up, where you're like flying, almost like segments of like near Automata. So yeah, that's cool. It's like a lot of it, but it mixes it up a lot, so it's like it stays fresh, which is great because you don't get bored. But every time it does that, you're like. Okay, let me take a second here and look at the controls and like uh, you can get a little optional tutorial if you hit the plus button and it says, okay, here's what's happening now. There's going to be dark areas and you have to switch into this mode and then you have a little radar and you switch into this mode and then you can shoot and shit. Uh, There's like puzzle segments too where um, you get, you constantly, every chapter you get a new uh, demon that you can control and they all do different things and the the new ones you get they'll they'll have puzzle segments uh spread across the level that utilizes that demon's powers to solve some of the puzzles and i hated i hated every single one of those yeah (laughs) Uh, 
Like, they don't last very long, but it was just like, come on, guys. Like, we, we don't have to. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It was just doing too much at that point. So, yeah. but overall, it's like, it's a super enjoyable game. It's like, it's, yeah. it's so much fun. Yeah, would you say if you like uh, the first two Bayonetta's, you'll probably like this one. It's a safe bet. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But so, I'm gonna give know. it a shot. Then I'm definitely gonna pick it up today. Probably after the show, I think I'll just swing by Walmart and pick one up. Yeah, it's 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 fun. So good. I need to pick. I want to play it for a while. So, like I said, I don't think I said that you could have said that would like turn me off of it. I probably would have picked up the game, like no matter what you said about it. Yeah, but I'm glad it's like enjoyable at least. I would say like if you're like a perfectionist, you're gonna get pissed the fuck off. <laughs> I, don't I know. can be. I think I told you like my thing is like I don't accept anything less than like what the game considers to be. Yeah. So like anything like below silver for me is like I'm restarting that level. <laughs> so I guess silver is doable. I guess silver silver is probably doable but yeah if you're yeah, going for like that's platinums like, and shit it's gonna it's gonna be rough dude some of those sections yeah. are just like ridiculous just, I'll give it a shot yeah it's the big enemy it's the big enemies where it's just like their, their attacks aren't like telegraphed and if they are you can't see half of the enemy cause they're like they're too big to fit on the camera so yeah, it's like it's shit like that or like ranged enemies and like, yeah i don't know it, it's a lot i think but you know i'm glad i don't care about score so <laughs> well i'll give it a shot for sure then i'm probably gonna, like i said i'm probably gonna pick it up after the show because like i'm gonna finish used to buy that game forever yeah Is anything else you've been playing you want to talk to the people about no that was it that's all i played oh you're, yeah, you're gonna talk about Gunfire Reborn. I did load that up a little bit. So yeah, you were telling me the other night you didn't like it. <laughs> that game's fucking garbage, dude. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> like it has potential, but it's still like even even out of early access, it's still early access. So <laughs> yeah, it's very much early access still, which is some stuff I'll talk. I'll go into right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've been playing Gunfire Reborn. I like it a lot. I love the potential that it has. It's a really fun roguelike first-person shooter. Um, the the big gimmick is that it has a ton of like little systems that work together that are super cool to play around with. Dude, the elemental system is really neat, and you can cause status effects. And if you cause status effects from multiple elements, that can cause a third like combined effect. That's really neat. Like you can use corrosive, which is like poison that causes decay on people, and then fire can burn people. And if you do both of them, it'll cause like an explosion. That's really cool to see. And it's really cool building out your characters to do specific things. And each character is really neat. They play drastically differently. The first one is more elemental based. A lot of his abilities are based on elemental damage, elemental status effects. Um, second character, he's a dog, and his whole thing is like dual wielding. He has lower shields but higher health, but more opportunities to heal himself with his skills. Um, I just unlocked the third character, which is like a bird who doesn't have a shield. They have armor, so it doesn't restore automatically. But he has abilities that can restore his armor that let him play aggressively. That's really cool to play with. So the game's neat. Like there's there's some cool shit here to play around with. But even though the game is supposed to be done, I think. 
because I don't think it's in a game preview anymore. It's still got some jank to it, dude. That's like really annoying. Like the game. Every time I boot it up, I got to go back into this, the graphical settings and change it. The game, for some reason, defaults to 4K with a lot of the uh, graphical settings set to low, which is like super annoying. So I have to, every time I boot it up, I have to like change it to 1080p, change the graphical settings up to high. It's not a graphically intensive game, so I don't know why it defaults to that. But it doesn't save it whenever I fucking change it. I like to change some control, some of my control options too. It doesn't save any of those whenever I boot it up. I don't know why. And when I first started playing it, I had a lot of trouble with the game just randomly crashing. And you can look at the reviews on the Game Pass page, and people are I'm not. I'm not the only one, but a bunch of people are complaining that it's crashing. Um, they just released an update for it, a pretty sizable update. And I'm not having those problems anymore. But I still have to change the fucking graphical settings every time I boot it up, and that's annoying as hell. Sometimes audio just doesn't work. Like I'll be in the middle of a level and the music will just stop. I don't know why it's doing that. And I've checked some stuff online. A bunch of people have been having that same problem too. So it's not just me. Like there's a lot of like little things that are fucking annoying to deal with. But when the game works, dude, it is so fucking good. I'm having so much fun with it. And it's a huge bummer because it's got, it's got that potential. It's got some mad potential to be something fucking incredible. But it just needs to get out of its own way because it's not perfect. It's not working yet. Even though it's supposed to be done, it's not in game preview anymore. It's not in early access anymore. It still feels like it is. But goddamn, dude, when the game is fun, it is so much fun. Um, I beat, I got to the end of it for normal difficulty. So I unlocked the next step up, which is like elite. And that's when I'm starting to really see the cracks in the game. Enemies take a lot of damage before they go down. And it's really hard to get to a point where you're comfortably taking them down when you start a run on that difficulty. And I'm starting to notice a lot of the cracks in the gameplay from that. Like, you really need to, like, come out the gate, like, optimizing your character to make progress on those difficulties. Or, I guess, play with friends. I haven't tried that yet. So maybe that might, like, quell some of those issues I'm having with the difficulty. But goddamn, yeah. dude, like... It's probably balanced the game is for fun. multiple Maybe. players. Maybe. But when the game is working, dude, it is so much fun. You can do some cool shit when you get the right build going, when you get the right skill set up, when the RNG gods want to grant you just the right combination of things. It can, it can be a fucking blast, dude. But it's getting to that point that's, like, really tough. Like, the third character I was mentioning... Um, I haven't been able to consistently get a good build with him going because so much of his stuff relies on like getting the right build up for the right skills that the game doesn't give it to you. It's really, really hard to make any headway with them. And it sucks because the game can be really, really good when it wants to be. It's just getting to those points. Um, I say give it another shot. Maybe with a friend, I'll play it with you if you want. If you still don't like it, I'm not going to blame you. Like, the game is fucking jank. It can be really jank sometimes. So I don't blame you. I almost turned it off the first time I tried it, but luckily my first run with it ran went pretty well. So I was like, okay, I can see the potential here. It's just getting to that potential is going to be the, the hardest part. Hopefully we can get some more patches, some more updates for it. 
Um, they're they're a Chinese developer, I think. So I think a lot of their attention went to like, the mobile release of it, because uh, the game's on Android too, which I didn't know about till like you told me. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we just gotta wait for them to update a little bit more so it can run optimally on PC. But I can see the potential for it, dude. Like it's it's a lot of fun. The bit I was playing. Um, so I'll have to wait, see what they do with it. Uh, I played that quite a bit like yesterday. Like to give you an idea how much I liked it, I I booted up like yesterday. I was like, I'm gonna do one run while I have like dinner on the stove or something, or I have dinner in the oven. I'm do one quick run, and I ended up playing it for like four hours. <laughs> like it, it's that when it's good, it's that kind of game. It's that that one more run game, you know. Um, yeah, I played quite a bit of that. I bought Resident Evil Village on sale. It was on GTA for like twenty bucks. I know GTA, but it's twenty dollars, dude. I couldn't pass it up. I'm looking for an excuse to buy that game forever. Yeah. And Village is fun. Like it's a lot of fun. I can see why people liked it so much when it came out. Um, it reminds me a lot of Resident Evil 4 and the way the progression is. You can find treasure, you can trade it in to buy new equipment and stuff. And you know me, I fox with some Resident Evil 4 dudes. So anything that reminds me of that or is similar to that, I'm down. And that game does it hard. Um, my only complaint with it. And that's something that nobody's talking about. <laughs> Enemies soak up so much fucking damage. It does the uh, Resident Evil 2 thing where um, it has like a critical hit system. So if you wait for the reticle to like come to a, a, a center point, that attack actually does more damage. So if you're standing still, waiting for it to line up, you can do more damage with that shot. But if you're not doing that, it takes for a fucking ever to put down. Which... It's fine for like a regular survival horror game when you're trying to be like a hybrid survival horror action. It could really bog down the action, make you feel like you're spending more resources than you need to. But it's a lot of fun. Like it's a lot of fun when I was playing through the game fucks up Ethan's hands so much. Like my god, that dude cannot catch a break. Every fucking cutscene, his hands are getting like bitten or like cut through or like stabbed or burned or infested with bugs something someone's fucking up this dude's hand i don't know what this this dude's hands did in a past life but they are fucking him up and it's it's fun though like it's a lot of fun when i was playing through so far i just got to uh lady dimitrescu's uh castle so i'm playing through that and it's kind of hard to play the game we you know one-handed but i'm getting through it um <laughs> That was a crude joke. I'm sorry, but no. Um, I get it. The settings, yeah, the settings cool. The settings really cool. It's like an Eastern European village, but everybody has American accents for some fucking reason. So that was kind of that caught me off guard. There's supposed to be this like secluded mountain village in Europe, but everyone has accent has an American accent. But it's cool what I'm playing through so far. Like the game gets fucking weird. There's like vampires and like metal monsters and werewolves all kinds of shit but it's fun like if you like resident evil 7 but you want something a little bit more action focused re village is a good option to go with uh you really can't go wrong with that um i also been playing a lot of dragon quest 11 i'm dedicated to finishing that game I'm like 115 hours in it i'm right at the end of the post game and i gotta say dude this game has some of the best post game i've ever played in rpg like the game had so much value like right at the end of the game i don't want to spoil it but the game kind of has it's like final fantasy 6 midpoint where like the bad guy wins everything gets fucked up 
and the post game after you beat them is like going back to fix that which is really really cool i've never seen a game do that before but that opens up like a whole new like big bad big bad you got to deal with and like a ton of new dungeons to do, to open to play around in and it was more backstory to like the hero before you which is really neat the game didn't have a lot of that when it started like i don't know why the post game stuff is optional because like a lot of it is like super important to the story but it's it's optional everyone says it's optional but i i, I don't agree with that you got to play through it if you want to get the whole story of the game and it's fucking dope, dude. Like, it's Dragon Quest XI is one of the best turn-based RPGs I've played in a very long time. It's really, really good. It's so pure in what it does. It's the game is like refined turn-based JRPG to like perfection. I will argue it is like a borderline perfect turn-based JRPG. And yeah, go pick it up, dude. It's it's fucking dope. I got it on Switch, but I think it's on Game Pass. So try it out. It doesn't cost you anything. Just try it on Game Pass. And it's it's fucking good, dude. I love it. Um, I'm I'm, I'm dedicated to finishing that. I want to start up another RPG till I finish that. So once I beat that, I think I'm gonna go pick up Xenoblade Chronicles Three because it's been on my list forever. But I told myself I'm not gonna play another RPG until I beat this. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that's another one I've been super excited for because I fucking love Xenoblade 2. But I told myself like, I'm not going to buy another RPG until I beat Dragon Quest XI. Because I've, I've had that game for like two years, dude. <laughs> yeah. And I'm barely like making headway in it, so. I feel, like, I feel like I fucked myself on the Xenoblade franchise because the, the, the first and only one I played was Xenoblade Chronicles X. And I hated it. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me you didn't like it. Even though I put like, like fifty, I put like fifty hours into it. Uh, is what happens after that fifty hours? That's like it's like a huge fuck you. And I was like, this game is sucks. Yeah. So you're telling me like the the big problem with Xenoblade, and it's like this is something that people don't really talk about. Is the game takes forever to like get going. Like the game drip feeds you its mechanics and systems over yeah. dozens of hours. So you can play the game for like 20 hours and still like not get the full combat system. That's down fine yet. though. Like that, that was fine for me. It was, it was the, the problem was it, it would make you do all these like side missions and it would be like, Hey, kill, uh, get, get 20 of this item, but it wouldn't tell you what, dropped that item or where to find it or it would tell you like the the the, the landmass in xenoblade chronicles x is like gigantic so it would tell you like oh it's in this region but that region would be like fucking the size of like california so you'd be like oh it's in california i was like where the fuck in california is it yeah uh, type <laughs> you're shit. telling me that too. Or like what do i kill here to find it it's like that kind of shit it's like it would tell you there's a huge swath of area to look, but it's like so huge that it, it basically doesn't help at all. So it yeah, did that. Xenoblade is like sometimes it's it's too big for its own good. That's something that nobody wants to talk about. People love talking about like how big these games are, but they're like they can be too big sometimes. They can be overwhelming sometimes, and yeah. nobody wants to talk about that. And then there were these huge like difficulty spikes uh, from chapter to chapter. It would just be, it would become significantly harder from one chapter to the next. And then I got to like chapter, I think it was like chapter 10, where it was like, hey, 
we know you love using these characters, but uh, we're going to force you to, to get your relationship rank up with these characters you've never used uh, just so you can progress the story. So uh, good luck with that. And then that's when I turned it off and just fucking deleted it. I was like, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way I'm doing that. So, yeah. yeah it was Xenoblade a Chronicles 2, the, the expansion, uh, Torna does the same fucking thing and it pisses me off. I almost dropped the game for it. Oh yeah, see that's yeah. Yeah, it like forces you to like not not do character relation stuff, but like you can do these side quests that like build up your uh your reputation, I think is what it's called, and it forces you to do them to progress the game. There are points in the game where it's like, "Oh, you got to get your reputation up at this level before you can continue." And it's not like it's not like, "Oh, if I did like a couple side quests, leading up to it i can do it like no you have to do like pretty much every side quest that comes your way to like build up to it it's super annoying <laughs> like yeah. i almost dropped it for that but the story was really good so that's why i kept going through it also Torna's like a lot shorter than a regular xenoblade game but i can imagine if it was like a whole last like 100 plus hour rpg with that i would turn it off <laughs> yeah like that that seems that sounds better than like the relationship thing because the relationship thing is you have to add these characters to your party and they're going to be weaker you've already done 20 chapters and now it's saying hey use these characters that are level one still and get your relationship rank up so you have to replace your good characters that you've been using in the whole game with these weak yeah. ones and then on top of that you have to use them enough that their relationship gets up, which you've already done all the side shit up to that point. So you're already low on content to do with those characters. It's like, I don't know. It's so, it's so backwards. So I was just like, nah. Yeah, no, I hear you. That would turn me off of it too. I, I say like, if you could try it, try Xenoblade 2. I didn't have nearly like that kind of an issue with it. Yeah, and the story's like good. Like I had a lot of fun with the game. I still haven't beaten Xenoblade One, even though I bought the remake for Switch. I bought Xenoblade One like twice. I bought it on New 3DS when it came out on that, and again on Switch when it got the definitive edition. And I still haven't beaten it. It's nothing wrong with the game. It's just like Xenoblade Chronicles Two does so much to like improve the combat that going back to one kind of feels a little archaic to me. Yeah, and I know there's probably some people who are listening to me like. What are you talking about? Xenoblade 2's combat was garbage. One was way better, but no. <laughs> I don't yeah. agree with that. That's why you should always play things in uh, release order. Or even like, if there's like a movie franchise, you should watch, do everything in the order that they released. Because the, the advancements in technology is a huge benefit to a yeah. long-running franchise. Yeah, going back to earlier stuff, like... You see the growing pains with it, but yeah. you're not there to grow with it. So it's it affects the score overall. Yeah. And that's that's what I have with Xenoblade, and it's not a bad game. It's just I feel like Xenoblade Chronicles Two did so much to improve it, which is funny because like the definitive edition came out like after two, so you'd think like some of that stuff would be added to it. Some of it did. There was some quality of life stuff that made the game more comfortable to play, but the core of the game was still the same. So I I, I just need to finish it. I know if I like buckle down and do it. I'll probably get super into it later. Her the game opens up the combat a lot more later, but I just haven't given it a fair shot yet. 
And yeah, that's all I've been playing. I haven't really been playing too much, just those three games. Um, I'll probably have Dragon Quest Eleven like fully finished by this time next week, so I can talk more about that then. But I'm having a blast with that. Um, let's get into the news now, everybody. PlayStation VR two launch date, price, in games. We got uh, oh, Source and PlayStation. Snowman nine nine thousand in the chat said God of War Ragnarok. Expectations or thoughts on it dropping next week? Um, I've heard a lot about it. Yeah, people are already like giving it rave reviews. I think IGN gave it like a 10 out of 10. I might so rob. I don't know if you care about IGN, but... I might rob someone for their PS5 just to play it, or just buy one if I can, but I, I want to play it on the PS5. I have no reason to get one and God of War is, like, the only reason I need to get one. Same. Right same. Like, it looks good, but I, I need to go back and finish the first God of War. I'll probably, like pick up the first God of War on, like, PC to, like, hold me over. <laughs> and then play Ragnarok when that drops on, or not on PS4, sorry, PC. And then play Ragnarok on PC whenever they decide to drop that. <laughs> yeah. And it's the, it's their, their, they're finishing the story with this one, too. It's not a trilogy. It's just two games, and they're done. Yeah. So. Which is cool. Like, it's good that they have, like, a set story, what they did, what they want to do. And this is it. Like that's cool for them to. They could. They could have totally milk this, and it would have made money. But yeah. they stuck to their guns. They have a set story they want to tell, and they're gonna finish it with this. Like that. I think that's really cool. Too many developers like don't get the chance to like wrap their game up how they want because the publisher wants them to keep like dropping games for it. So good on them for like letting that happen. But yeah, I've heard good things about it, uh, dude. Like. Oof! <laughs> I want to pick it up now. Like it's gonna everyone's be like, talking about how great it is. The the game of the year discussion right now is like between God of War and Elden Ring, which I played Elden Ring, and that game is fucking dog shit. So yeah, well, you don't uh, like like Souls games, so I don't like Souls games, but that's the thing. Elden Ring is supposed to be this fucking revolutionary goddamn, oh, it's the, man, they changed everything, man. Look, Oh, it revolutionized the open world. It's complete. They're never, they're never going to do a game like this again. And then you play it and it's just the same fucking goddamn shit. And you're like, what, what, what am I, what am I missing? What am I missing, guys? Uh, it's just a fucking Dark Souls game. Calm down. Uh, yeah, so. I didn't see. I watched my brother play it because he he had it, and I didn't see too much of it separated from Dark Souls. I like the open world stuff of it, you know, go where you want, kind of like yeah, explore. But like, I'll argue, Breath of the Wild does that better, and even before that, Metal Gear Solid Five did that better. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I don't know what revolutions the people are talking about because, like I said, Metal Gear Solid Five. Breath of the Wild, like they're, they're per like, I think they're like great examples of like open world games that just nail the open world formula. So, yeah, I don't see what Elden Ring's doing differently. Maybe I just gotta pick it up and play it. I'll understand it, but I, I want to go yeah, back to it just so I can play. What I want to do is go through all the Dark Souls games because I own them all. I've tried playing dark souls one at least like six or seven times and i always drop it at the same spot it's like blight town is that the one where it's like 
Oh, that blow the the poison swamp thing. Yeah, that might be it. Yeah, it's like yeah. I, I hear that's it. where most people like drop it. I just need someone to just carry me through that game and and, Maybe. and call it. Yeah. <laughs> you might like Neo Two actually because it's a lot like Dark Souls, but it's more action focused and. Yeah. And, and I would like say it's like not Diablo quite as punishing. A lot more like Diablo, yeah. <laughs> it's got like loot, randomly generated loot that can drop, and yeah, the well, RPG the only, systems are fucking cool, dude. I don't hate Souls games because I really like Bloodborne. I've I finished Bloodborne and I finished a DLC for that game. And you would I even, love Neo, then you would love Neo. Yeah, and Sekiro I think is really good, even though I'm, it's very it, it's too hard for me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I really like it though. Uh, so like I do like the idea of the Souls game. I just don't like those specific Souls games. Yeah, yeah. Like Souls isn't for everybody, and like I thought I didn't like Souls games for the longest time either until I played Neo. Now my God, I just don't like like the regular Souls formulas. Like Souls games can be really good. I just don't like the standard formula. Like, I love Neo. I love Salt Sanctuary. So, yeah, give Neo 2 a shot. I think you'll like that a lot more if you like more action-focused games. Yeah. But where were we? Yeah, God of War Ragnarok, probably going to be game of the year. Uh, it's going to be a fight, I think, with that and Elden Ring, but... <laughs> For me right now, it's I... Tunic, so... <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if it's going to beat Tunic for me. Ah, it's Tunic is not... There's some negatives to Tunic that I can just, yeah, that I can't brush off. But God of War, if it's just another good God of War, I don't know if that's enough for me. So. I think the story is going to be like the make or break for it, honestly. Yeah. See, I can get a story. I can get a good story from a movie, which is, you know, I would rather watch a good story than play it in a video game. That depends for me. Like, it the story needs to be like really tailor made for like a game. Like Undertale, I'll argue, is like the best video game story I've ever played because it only works as a game. Yeah, but, um, see, you did, but see, you didn't play Outer Wilds. I played it. I just had to finish it. I got oh, like yeah, a couple hours into it. But my problem is that like Outer Wilds is not a game I can play like passively. Like I need to like this yeah. is like what I'm I'm making time in my week for. Without her wilds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I gotta I gotta just sit down and play that. I plan on it because you you got it for me. So I plan on doing it. I get I it for everyone. Anyone who has it in their wish list. I was like, I'm sending you outer wilds. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh you sent me Outer Wilds and you sent me Tales of the Borderlands, and I still have to finish both of them. Yeah, yeah. Which I have the new one. I expect to play it today. So good. Yeah, yeah. Tell me what you think. Cause you love the first one. Yeah. This one's not going to meet that quality, but it'll. Yeah. <laughs> curious about but it. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of hit a little tangent there. So sorry. I know you want us to talk about uh God of War, <laughs> but we have both of us haven't played it yet. So I'll, yeah. I'll pick it up on PC though, for sure. Um, PlayStation VR. Yeah. We finally got. A release date and price point for the VR2. It's launching February 22nd for $549.99. The bundle includes uh, Horizon Call of the Mountain for $599. Uh, 
and a controller charging dock is about $49.99. Also, 11 games were announced for it. Uh, do we have a list for those games yet? Or Yeah, that's the second link. The second link. There. Oh, shit. Mm. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah, the big blue link that says new games. I'm a fucking idiot. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's a couple games here. Dark Pictures. Uh, they have a new uh, rail shooter. It looks garbage. I don't know why we're doing rail shooters, dude. It's, I mean, come on. <laughs> so I played the first one yeah. on the original VR, and it's not bad because the game takes into account that, like, you're on... It's literally a rail shoe, like you're on a roller coaster. I could play this and, at Universal Studios, man. Like this. Well, is what not... makes it cool is that, like, it takes into account that, like, you're a body in a roller coaster, so you need to like physically take cover on it or like physically move out of the way. Yeah. No, I get that. It's just dumb. And it's it's pretty cool. I think so too. I think like because I wouldn't games, pay like there's games money that are not it. there's games that are not on rails where you still yeah do that <laughs> so yeah, don't get me wrong it's, it's a good rail shooter but it's not like if it was if it came bundled with it it's a cool like proof of concept but i wouldn't pay money for it <laughs> wait did they say hillary duff is in this are there names in this uh, is that what i saw hillary duff oh, did you no, see that i didn't see that <laughs> never mind uh you're tripping dude <laughs> yeah i've been up for a while so for a while so yeah uh crossfire sierra squad also got announced for now, it this game looks good if i was if i were yeah. to buy I'm, I'm hoping this hits other like shit on pc because this looks fucking good yeah this looks awesome yeah this is what i, I want out of vr dude I'm, I'm running around i'm totally free to do the move and shoot how i want it's this looks great yeah this looks awesome like this and bone works are like or Bone Lab, is that what it's called? They're like the two like yeah. games that show off like how cool VR could be. Uh Light Brigade Light Brigade. Also coming out it's like a roguelike shooter. Looks cool. This looks like another one that could be fun. It's not on a rail, so Yeah. We don't have to talk uh, about these games. Actually, none of, none okay, of the good. other ones are any good. Yeah, I was gonna say none of them like look interesting. They put, like, the, at first, all. They put the good two on top and the rest of them are just like nah. Pistol Whip looks pretty cool. Yeah, Pistol Whip is cool. It's been out already, though. A lot of these have been out, and they're just ports. Um, a lot of them you get, if you own them on PSVR 1, you get them on the new system, which is good, because they said those games aren't compatible. So you have to get, it's a different version of the same game. All right, that's cool. Yeah. Well, that's cool that they're compatible, at least. Or, um, like, the, you have a chance to play them again, we're not. We haven't talked about the... <laughs> The fucking elephant in a room. Uh, okay. The fucking thing costs five hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Uh, that is insane. Like, uh, it, it's hard to justify, especially since like Oculus is priced pretty comparatively for much better specs. Like, yeah. Which the price, the price itself for just the headset is fine. The price for the headset is fine, but it's the fact that. You have to also own the PS5, which is also another six hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, so that's crazy, dude. That's crazy. Like if I if I could buy this and use it on my PC, I would do that. 
like in a heartbeat. I would pre-order this thing right now and be like, "Oh yeah, fuck the," because the the Valve Index is a thousand dollars, um, and this does more. This is better than that. So, like, yeah, I would. Yeah, but like, the cost of entry is a PS Five though. So, yeah, and that's that's the problem. So. And then not only that, but I'm locked to whatever is only on the PS5. So yeah. I, can't, I can't use it on the PC, which already has a whole slew of VR games that I could just load up and play. So Yeah, exactly. So that's why, like, uh, it's a tough sell, dude. It's a really tough sell, at least for me it is. Because, like, anybody who's, like, an aficionado for VR already has a pc and a vr headset you know they probably already have an oculus so this is for like you know those more price conscious those most price more price conscious uh consumers who want to get into vr but don't want to drop like vr money but they're still asking for vr money like yeah uh it's it's a tough sell um I'm, i hope it does well i really do because i want vr to be more popular i want vr to become mainstream enough that it's affordable for everybody but yeah, this price point is really hard to justify, especially since it's so fucking hard to find a PlayStation 5 right now, and you need that to fucking run it. Like, <laughs> ugh, yeah. I don't know. I, I'd be curious to see how well this does. Um, yeah, same. I want to see sales figures, and I hope it does well enough to warrant a shift in the market, but I don't know. It's, it's genuinely a great headset. It's genuinely a great piece of hardware. And yeah. for just the headset itself, if I could use it on anything, that'd be fine. It'd be a fine price. But since I have to own a PS5 to use it, that's not fine. Uh, that's the problem. So I don't know. Maybe sometime down the line, they'll put out some like official PC support for it. And maybe do it that Hopefully. way. If they're like, you know, they're trying to get into PC shit, so you know, maybe they, maybe that's something they they're they're planning on doing. But maybe we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. You know, for me, dog. Yeah, same dude. <laughs> I'm like, that's nah, way too much. Uh, coming soon to Game Pass. You know, we love talking about Game Pass here on the show, man. We got legend of tian thing coming out that's available right now on game pass it's a really cool looking uh side scrolling beat em up it looks fun as hell uh walking dead new frontier the complete season walking dead michonne the complete season are both available now on game pass for pc uh ghost song it's a side scrolling metroidvania that looks fucking awesome kind of leaning more towards the metroid side i played that i played yeah that. yeah it's they good? sent me a code for that like, a couple days ago I played it. Yeah. And okay, so you said Metroidvania. I'm gonna say straight up, it's a Metroid game. Like, yeah, I was gonna up, say it leans more to the Metroid than the Vania. <laughs> it's like straight up Super Metroid. It even does the thing like it 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 does things from like that Super Metroid did, and you look at it and you go, oh shit, they're doing that from Super Metroid because yeah, it's like straight up uh, paying homage to Super Metroid. Which is cool. I think Super Metroid's fucking dope. And it's a cool game. It has voice acting too, which. Oh. Yeah. What was it? I didn't notice that. I always watch the gameplay stuff without audio. Yeah. So. And the the robot is a is a girl, and yeah, she has like an arm cannon. Oh, what's cool about it is the more you shoot, 
the more your arm cannon heats up and the the least the less effective it is the more you shoot and it heats oh, up okay but the more it heats up you have a melee attack so your melee attack gets stronger the more the weaker your arm cannon gets so i like that it incentivizes you to like shoot and then like melee uh which is really cool i like that that sounds like a really cool gameplay loop okay yeah. All right, I'm downloading that. Then I'm gonna give it a shot. It's on Game Pass, so it doesn't fucking cost me anything. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, we also got a Football Manager releasing November eighth on PC, and then November eighth on console. Wait, hold on. Yeah, Football Manager 2023 on PC, Football Manager 2023 console on call and console. Okay. On why, uh, why? How? Why is the okay? Yeah, Football Manager 2023 on PC. But then also Football Manager 2023 console is coming to cloud, console, and PC. I was going to say, like, that's weird. What is it? Was that, like, on the official Xbox Wire page? That's Yeah, it's there. That's what it says. That's, okay. Console version. I wonder if that's a... The PC. I wonder why this is, like... What the differences are? Oh well, what I don't care. Maybe it's a different manager, version. Maybe it's like a different version that's like made specifically for like controller shit. Maybe. I don't know. Th- those manager games are like those are like menu games. So yeah, like yeah, maybe it's just a re because it does say it's a tailored version of Football Manager. It's gotta be it. It's like a different version of it, specifically to like play for console UI. Yeah. Which is I don't know great. why I released a game, but just have it as an option, the PC version. But whatever. Yeah. Right? I'm giving this yeah. game way more attention than like it needs, I think. <laughs> but no, like that looks. I mean, it's Football Manager, man. Like it's not made for us, but the people who it is made for are gonna buy it. Yeah. Um, Return to Monkey Island is releasing on cloud console and PC November 8th. Vampire Survivors is finally coming to console November 10th. It's been on PC for a while, so go check it out. Uh, Pentiment is coming for cloud console and PC November 15th. And Somerville is coming out for console and PC November 15th. Yeah. All in all, pretty solid lineup here. Legend of T ending is something I've been checking, want to check out for a while. Ghost Song looks really good. Pentiment is the new Obsidian joint, so... Uh, I feel like we've not seen oh, anything yeah. about that. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. It's like they're, uh, it's like they're Elder Scrolls, right? No, no, no. That's that's avowed. No, the, the Obsidian's working on like five games. <laughs> this is this what is the hell of, is this? Yeah, this one they've not really talked about or shown anything. Uh, I just remember them announcing it and being like, "Yeah, it's uh, it's like a story-driven thing." People have been they've been saying like, uh, uh, "It's like that one game that had like it has a bunch of choices and it's like story-focused and you can like make choices and shit like that." Um, but it's like deep. I like the choices. art style. Yeah, the art style looks cool. It looks like like a European painting. Okay, um, this is pretty cool. Like. And some of this is like a little stuff. different from Obsidian's normal wheelhouse, though. Yeah, well, they've been doing different shit. They've been doing different shit. So. Oh yeah, they did uh, sur- uh, what is it? That survival game. game. 
Yeah, grounded. They did grounded, which is also outside their wheelhouse. But this is like yeah. really far out of it. I want to check this out now. This looks neat. I'll give it a shot. Like anything Obsidian puts out is like worth at least trying. Yeah, and then Somerville yeah, looks I'll... dope. I've been I've been watching that every time they show it. I'm like, oh, this looks dope. It's like a it's like a limbo. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that. That looked cool too. Yeah. yeah, there's some pretty cool stuff coming down the pipeline here, man. I can't wait to... I love Game Pass, dude. It's so convenient. Yeah. I just play all this cool shit without having to put any money down on it. Speaking of cool shit without putting money down on it, Vermintide 2 was free on Steam for, like, no reason. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I wanted to try it for a while. It's like a Left 4 Dead, right? Yeah, I, they, well, it's free, I guess, as a promotion for their fucking uh, Dark Tide is coming out. So and I think they put out like another piece of DLC for Vermintide. That'd be but, cool to try. Yeah, it's like a Left 4 Dead, but with like more RPG mechanics, I guess. I don't know. I've had that game for a while. I played it a little bit. It's cool. It's cool. It's dope. Yeah, I heard it was good. I want to try it for a minute, but I don't know anything about Warhammer lore. You don't so need to. You don't need, you don't to. need to? Yeah. All right, that's good. That is good, because I, I don't know anything about it, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about Vermintide or Warhammer lore, so I'll give it a shot. I mean, it's free, so fuck it. <laughs> doesn't cost me anything but my time and we got some release we got uh, some new trailers coming out Atomic Heart got an official release date trailer Yeah, I remember hearing about this game like what like 8 years ago yeah when they like, like when they showed it when it resurfaced again on whatever like Xbox conference it was I was like what is this and then everyone was like Oh yeah, I've been following this game for like twelve years. And I was like, "What? <laughs> never fucking I've never heard of this until they like it resurfaced on that like recently." So. Yeah, I heard about this game years ago, dude. And I, I remember like seeing a quick proof of concept on it, and I was like, "This game's never gonna come out, but it looks incredible." And here we are, like, fucking forever later, and I can't wait, dude. This looks incredible. Yeah, it looks dope. It looks like it reminds me of like Half Life. Yeah, it's like Half Life mixed with Bioshock. Yeah, mixed with like Prey. Um, I don't know how much of an immersive sim it's gonna be. That's when I first heard about it. I was like, oh, this is gonna be like a new immersive sim, but it looks more like it's towards like an action RPG. Well, I'm okay with like it's. We got a release date finally, February twenty first, twenty twenty three. Fuck, I can't wait for this game, dude. This looks so good. <laughs> uh, a day one game pass, too. Yup. <laughs> so, there you go. Like, no fucking reason to give up Game Pass now, because it's... I've wanted to play this game forever, and I finally get to do it because of Game Pass, so this is awesome. Yeah, I can't wait for this game to come out. I've been waiting for this for so long, dude. And then we got a new trailer for a game, Blight Survival, which looks interesting. <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, it's a it's a survival horror game with zombies, but it's set in like medieval times. So like sword and board armor. It's cool. Like I like the concept here. Like zombies are such a flexible thing. I wish they were in like more mediums. Like post-apocalyptic zombie stories like a dime a dozen. I want to see zombie stories in like different time settings. And this yeah. is cool. Like I liked what I was seeing here. It's also like it looks... co-op. It has co-op. Yeah. Thing, which Yeah, the developers describe it as a action horror roguelite with up to four player co-op. Which could be cool. Like I'm kind of getting sick of roguelites, but this looks like it's different enough on the formula that I'll have some fun with it. Yeah. Like all we've got to see so far is this reveal trailer. It's like five minute trailer. And already I'm seeing things like he's looting stuff. He's getting like equipment and then he runs into a buddy later and they take on some like what look like bandits, but I'm not sure. And the combat's like really weighty. It's really heavy. You know, kind of like what you expect from like a medieval combat. And it's really violent. Like when he hits somebody with his shield, they like explode. <laughs> which which is cool. It looks really satisfying too. Like I, I'm into it so far. I really like what I'm seeing of it so far. Um, we'll have to wait to see when it comes out if it like keeps that momentum going. But I like what I'm looking at here, dude. Um, yeah. The only thing that looks not great is the level design. It looks like just like a like you know, like one of the like corridor games, but you know, hallway is, but it looks wider than it is because you're outside, but you can only, there's like set paths you can go down. Yeah, I was kind of getting that vibe too. Hopefully that's just like for this demonstration. Yeah. And I, I assume the game's going to be more open. I mean, you can't have a survival game that's not really open, but we'll see. Yeah. But yeah, it looks cool so far. Like, I liked what I was seeing here. Uh, the dude sneaking around in a suit of armor is kind of unrealistic. Like, <laughs> if you're in a full suit of armor like that, you're not crawling around, I think. But <laughs> whatever. But no, it looks cool, dude. Like, I, I liked what I was seeing here. This game came out of nowhere. And the internet's been kind of blowing this game up, which I'm, I'm cool to see. Yeah, this looks awesome. I can't wait for it to come out. We don't have a release date for it yet, right? Just that reveal trailer? Yeah, I think that was all. That's a bummer. I want to know when it's coming. You know a game that no one talks about anymore? And it reminded me of this. Because someone called it like, oh, it's like Medieval Last of Us, which it's, it's not, but whatever. <laughs> um, but hearing that reminded me of that other like survival game. Remember the day before? Remember that? Yeah, yeah. No, that. They keep, they, they are active on that. They do. They do put stuff out. Yeah, it's I haven't on, heard anything about it like forever. It got announced like a year ago. I haven't heard anything about it since. It's on Steam now. I mean, it's not out Is yet, it? but they have like a Steam page. Yeah, I, I remembered that when somebody like talked about Last of Us with this, and I was like, oh right, there's that like obviously Last of Us inspired survival game that was supposed to be coming out. <laughs> yeah. That's March 1st next year. But yeah, they, they've yeah, been I'm putting not... stuff out. They've been putting stuff out for this. You just haven't, you just haven't seen it. 
Yeah, well, no one's talking about it now, so. <laughs> and now we got some uh, releases coming up, man. Uh, so November today, or sorry, tomorrow, November, Tuesday, God damn it, November 8th, we got a little to the left, dropping on PC. Uh, Football Manager is coming to Game Pass, as well as PS5 and mobile. Uh, Sonic Frontiers is coming out November 8th. I forgot this game was happening. <laughs> this game leaked on switch and ps4 oh uh, was it it is was it good there. people were saying it's like fucking good <laughs> i don't know man good, man i'm t- I, a I, good I, sonic I mean, game i don't know man but people are saying they're saying it's good they put out this like anime they put out like a knuckles anime uh prologue for it oh yeah I didn't watch it, but it looked like it was good. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, dude. I think I'm I'm going to get this. So okay, go ahead, <laughs> tell me what you think, because yeah. I'm not gonna waste my money on it. I'll wait yeah. for it to come on like PS Plus or something a year later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got God of War Ragnarok dropping November 9th. Police Simulator Patrol Officers is dropping November 10th. Isn't that that game you played in that demo derby like forever ago? Uh, I, or is it, might, different? No, it might not be this one. I, it's hard to tell because they look, they both look as equally shitty. Uh, but I don't know, it, might, it could be this. I don't know. Or it's a different version. Why would I be looking at this Police Simulator game and I'm like, it doesn't let you shoot innocent people and get away with it, so I think I'm out. <laughs> That's not yeah. a real police experience. Yeah, I just call this a simulator. <laughs> Look at this roadblock that he put up. Like, it's not stopping anyone. <laughs> did you see the way that car moved around? It did not move around <laughs> like a real car. It's like... <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> Okay, so it's like jasters and stuff you can do. That's pretty cool. Like they they put some work into this, I think. But again, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you feel in America, you know what the opinion is on police here. So. <laughs> Maybe a, a traffic cop. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> the game will come out. We'll see what people have to say about it. It's probably going to be like that new like meme simulator game everyone's obsessed with till the next one comes out. I mean, this has been out for, I guess, early access, maybe. Yeah. And then uh, November 11th, we got, last but not least, Tactics Ogre Reborn dropping on PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, and Valkyrie Elysium dropping on PC. Valkyrie Elysium actually looked pretty good. Like It looks like a fun like, yeah. little action game. Yeah. It's already on PlayStation. No one's talking about it, though, but... Yeah, I wanted to play it when it first got announced because Platinum was working on it, but they, they've been dropped from the project and Square's developing it in-house now. So I was, like, a lot less interested about it when I heard about that. <laughs> uh, Real is Back says, Thoughts on Square decisions on reviving a lot of old titles? I'm here for it, dude. Like... Yeah, I... I um... A lot, a lot of the old Square shit, I was not, I never played, because I never had like a, they were like strictly like PlayStation, and I just never had a PS One, so I never played any like the Valkyrie games, uh, 
I hadn't played most of the Final Fantasies until, like, I mean, I got caught up on those pretty quickly. But there's, like, a lot of square backlog, like Parasite Eve. I, I think yes, Parasite, I would say. Yeah, like, that shit. People, there was a game that was coming out that people thought was, like, a follow-up to Parasite Eve. And then they were like, no, guys, this is not, <laughs> this ain't it. Oh, I remember that. There was, like, a announcement for a Parasite Eve project that it was, like, an NFT. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus um, Christ! But if they but do no, like I'm this, into it. like these Valkyrie yeah. game is like, this looks dope. You know, so uh, even like Final Fantasy VII remake, like that's like that. That's the level of quality I want out of a remake. If you're gonna put the, if you're gonna do a remake, that's what I want. Yep. Same. If, uh, I want to see uh, standards of like the FF7 remake, the RE2 remake, the you now the RE4 remake that's coming out. Like that's that's what I want to see yeah. when a game gets remade. And hopefully, with uh, Square kind of going through their backlog, we can see some more stuff we haven't seen in a while. Like I would love, absolutely love to see a new Parasite Eve game because right now, all the Parasite Eve games they put out are on PS1 and PSP. <laughs> Yeah. So I would love to see like a remake of that. That would be incredible. The third and, birthday. I played the third yeah. birthday on PSP. That game was dog shit. That's what I heard. And I, I never it played had, it. It had the feature where like if you took if you got if you took too much damage, your clothes would like peel off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the first Parasite Eve was fucking dope. Like I still think that game holds up. Like it's 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 crazy how much fun that game still is. It's got a, it's a really cool like active time battle RPG system, and it's legit like a really creepy game with some amazing visuals for the time. I would love to see another Parasite Eve game. We're probably not going to get one because it's based on a book, and I don't think Square Enix wants to foot the cash to. Oh, is it really? You know, license it. Yeah, it is. It's based on a book. In fact, the uh, the game is like a sequel to the book. Have you played the first Parasite Eve at all? I haven't played any of them except the third birthday. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay then. But yeah, that's why third birthday wasn't called Parasite Eve, like because they didn't have the license to it. But they still had the rights, like their character. And that's also why it doesn't like reference any of like the Parasite Eve stuff. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, I think the problem with a lot of the remakes is that they touch the graphics in bad ways i think that's a lot oh, yeah. of people's problems with it it's like they'll do like pixel remaster and then like it'll look like shit and people are like what the fuck did you do to my graphics what did you do to my final fantasy 6 i mean like it's there, there's a way to do it like what was that game that just came out fucking oh my god that like time travel rpg not chrono trigger like it just came out. Harvestella. Fuck. No, 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 no. It's like a remake. It never uh, came out here in the states. It only came out in Japan. So that's why it was like a big deal that it was coming out. It was pixel based. Oh, the the the, the twelve centuries. <laughs> oh God damn it! Um. God damn it! This is gonna drive me crazy. The, the Switch one, right? Yes. Um. God damn it. What was it called? Someone in the chat like help. 
<laughs> nobody's nobody's watching this. Oh, this is gonna drive me crazy, dude. Some, some of these pixel it. shits look dope. Live alive. Live alive. That live was it. Live alive. Yeah. Yeah, because like a lot of their pixel stuff is doing their like the same like HD pixel engine yeah. they had for uh Octopath Traveler. Which was like dope. Like I think the the presentation was my favorite thing about Octopath Traveler. So yeah. I want to see more games do that because it's a cool like mix of old and new, you know, with modern with modern uh graphical sensibilities like That's modern lighting and stuff i think the problem yeah. people have is with the like well like they'll, they'll do like the final fantasy like six thing and then they just put like, a filter over it and it looks like dog shit i don't know if it's a filter they just redraw the graphics or they, they redraw the pixel art and it's just not like, yeah good I know what you mean. Like Chrono Trigger was really bad with it because it looked like fucking terrible. Yeah. Like it, they have an option for the original pixels, but they also have like an option for their like redone graphics, and it looks like dog shit. Like Chrono's hair looks like a like a bushel of bananas. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> I don't know if it's a if it's a filter or like a texture over it or something, but it looks terrible. I don't think it's a filter. I think they redid the graphics. That's How can you like they just put in the it. work to redraw that and like? Because I think they already not... did it. I think these. I think these are mobile ports because they had already had. They had already had all these games out on like Android yeah. and shit. So I think they just like started pushing them out to other platforms. What I think happened. So someone did that work. Someone did that work, thought it looked good, and then put it out for yeah. release. <laughs> completely, completely new graphics and audio. So they touched the audio too. I remember that. That was like a big controversial. Yeah. I will thing say too. it's it's sitting at ninety four percent positive. So yeah. Maybe maybe people aren't as upset. Maybe it's this like this one specifically. I th I thought it was like Legend, like Secret of Mana. People were fucking pissed at. Yeah, people were pissed at Secret of Mana. I'm trying to think, like, what else? See, if they did what, like, what they did with Live Alive for these games, I think it'd be incredible. I would love to see that. I doubt they're ever going to do it, though. I didn't have a problem with this, though. The Secret of Mana one, like, I thought this was fine. I don't know. Some people were just super purist about it. I don't know. I thought this was okay. Yeah, I don't know what the problem was with that one. I know I, a lot of people didn't like it. I had different problems with this game because mechanically, oh, yeah. mechanically, they didn't do shit, <laughs> and that's where oh, the yeah. game needed to work. It was like the pro like one of the biggest problems this game had is you'd get items and you'd open up your like your inventory, and you'd look through it, and none of the items have fucking descriptions on them. So you don't know you oh, don't know yeah. what shit does until you eat it. And you're like, oh, fuck, I just wasted my revive item, the one revive item I had, because I thought it was a cure, like that kind of shit. They didn't fix that at all. Yeah. Uh, which is my problem. <laughs> which is weird, because, like, 
you know, this is like on board of like a shot for shot remake of like the first Secret of Mana. It's like an overhead, you know, our action RPG. Yeah. But then they released uh, that other, the sequel to that. What is it? Uh, Legend. Oh, God. Like Legend of Mana, something like that. And that was like a full remake. Like, yeah, voice acting. It was like a third person action game. Like, it didn't do the overhead thing at all. Like, it was a totally Trials. different game from, like, the original Pixel game. That Trials of Mana, that was it. Later on, the game was still kind of jank. Like, it was like a PS2 game, but it was, like, charming in a way about like a PS2 game, you know? Yeah. And I kind of wish they had done that for Legend of Mana instead, you know? Like, don't even make it, like, similar to the first one. Just do something totally different. <laughs> but whatever. It's weird, man. I mean, yeah, it's weird. Like the, the the thing is, the people choose to like hold on to it. These remakes like don't make any sense. Like, like they, they if you're gonna do like if you're gonna keep all the archaic like old school stuff, like just do a remaster of it. Then don't even remake it. And if you're gonna remake it, like remake it like for modern sensibilities. Like 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 you brought up the FF Seven remake is a great example of it. The RE Two remake is a great example of that. Like. Like, it doesn't do, make sense. They should do two versions of if you're gonna like remake a thing, they should do two versions. They should put one version out that's just the game as you remember it, except it's like it's that SNES game, but it's on modern platforms. Same game, it's just on you can play it on your PS4 now. Or you can play it on your PS5 or it's on PC yeah. now. So you don't have to pirate the game or like emulate it. Uh, we're just going to give you that game in its original form on modern platforms. Do that, and then also do... Okay, but we're going to take that old game, we're going to remake it for a modern audience. So, we're gonna Yeah, they it. did that with uh, FF7, like the same time the FF7 remake got announced. Yeah. They announced like a port of FF7 HD. Yeah, where they're also doing like 20 different versions of ff yeah <laughs> like yeah. yeah they're doing like that the original version and then there's like the full-on remake and then there's also like a half in between where it's like the old game but with like they're doing that with yeah, like updated story crisis or something yeah yeah that mobile game that i don't know what the fuck it is <laughs> oh yeah they're supposed to retell the story of like ff7 dirge of cerberus yeah it's supposed to merge everything um, in the crisis core yeah, yeah. But it's like a free to play mobile game, so I don't know how the fuck it's doing that. <laughs> yeah. And they had that uh they had that battle royale that like shut down like less than a year. <laughs> uh, I wanted to try that before yeah, I think it's still up. I think it's still try it, but I'm just curious about it. Yeah, I'm curious on it too, but oh well, it's shut down now, so <laughs> whatever. Oh, man, there's, like, so much stuff, like, I want to see happen that's just not happening, and I'm kind of bummed out about it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, well. I think, you know. Yeah, that's... Yeah, what you said? Oh, this, you know, at some point, people figured out that they could sell games for the least amount of effort and more money. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just milk people for 
know, I think money came into the equation in a way that it wasn't back in the days. So they started that optimizing for profits. Yeah, and I think that's what like led to the decay we're singing game. Like, there's still some good games out there, but you know, some, something was lost definitely in this modern generation of gaming. This trial there's still some game solid games coming out. Trials of Mana? Yeah, this looks dope. It's not bad. It's pretty good. I liked it. And like I said, it's like, it's got some PS2 jank, but it's it's fun. Like it's a fun yeah. PS2 jank game. <laughs> I say give it a shot. How much is it? Uh, let's see. Forty-two dollars, but it's been down to fifteen. So maybe I'll, I'll wait. I would for say it. it's worth like the forty, but yeah, if you can wait, definitely wait till like twenty. I think is the most I'd pay for it. I never finished it, but it's it's fun. <laughs> it's a fun time. Actually, no, uh, as good as that game is, East Lacrimosa of Dana is, I think, better. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's one you should try. Like, I've said it before, but East is, like, what I wanted Tails to be. <laughs> and I know there's some, like, Tails fans out there. They're like, what do you, how could you say that? Like, I'm sorry, your games are not fun. <laughs> uh, Tales of I'm Symphonia sure. is the only good one, so... You say that, but like it just looks it looks why? like shit. It looks like shit, but it's the it's the story. It's the it's the story, dude. Like the story is just great. It's great. See with East at least with Lacrimosa, it's the only East game I've really played. It's not the story, it's the, the gameplay that I really like. Yeah. The gameplay is fucking choice, dude. It's really good. <laughs> Yeah, I'll say maybe the gameplay doesn't hold. It's definitely like old school, not old, old school, but, you know, it was like, it was PS2, GameCube era, so. My problem is that, like, yeah, because it's like. It's it's action, but you, like, go into a zone, and then it's uh, real-time combat once you're in the zone. Yeah, like, the thing is, it's this weird, like, in-between where it's not quite, like, an action game. It's more, it's more like a, it controls like a fighting game where you can do like, you do up A and it, it locks them into the air and you can, you can do air combos and then you do a down like finishing move that takes it back to the ground. Um, and it's got like, you have a party of four, so your four party members can actually contribute to, you can tell them to do an, a certain attack whenever you want. So like when you knock them in the air, you can tell them, okay, do that attack, and then yeah, it plays like a, a fighting game almost, like a tag yeah. fighting game. Yeah, but it's not quite like as dynamic as I would like it to be. Yeah, at least like because I, I went into this expecting like, I think it's my fault because I went into it expecting like Devil May Cry, and yeah, that's that's not, not what it is. That's yeah. not what it's trying to do. But that's what it looks like it's trying to do when you see like all the gameplay trailers. And I'm like, well, this is. It feels like turn based combat in real time. <laughs> the best way I can describe it. Like, it's hard to explain, but like, if you go into this expecting an action game, that's not what you're getting. 
It is an RPG first and foremost. But also, like, FF7 Remake kind of does that too, and I'll argue the combat system, and that's better than Tails, but... Oh, it's know. worse. It's worse. Well, it's, that's the FF7 thing. It depends, it depends on what Tails you're talking because the recent Tails games are worse than the old Tails games. Because the old Tails really? games... The old Tales games were straight. They were like side scrolling, like they were straight up like fighting games. Because there was just there was side scrolling. It was two D, so there was no like you couldn't run around the arena. You would just run forward and run back, like a like a two D fighting game. And then so your up was literally your jump or your uh, your up like air attack, and then yeah. your down was like your down attack. So in the new ones, it's more freedom of movement, like three D freedom of movement, and I I think it's worse for that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's interesting to hear. Then that is really interesting to hear. I mean, maybe you do need to go back and play the older ones. Then does is Symphonia kind of like that, or Symphonia is that? To yeah, Symphonia is that. Um, like the and then 3D? it does it does a thing where the more you use your uh, special attacks, you like you can level up your special attacks and they evolve into like new attacks, and then you can like. There's a whole like it doesn't tell you this. It doesn't tell you this. It, maybe it tells you this, but the more you use different attacks, they level up, and then you can chain them together. So if you learn like two different attacks, you can learn an attack that like combines both of those attacks. The more you use them, like there's a counter on each skill you have, and they evolve the more you use them. So it does like it does shit like that too, which is really cool. Symphonia is just fucking good, man. It's just a good fucking game. It, it just looks like, like shit. It just looks like yeah. shit. You look at it and you go, what the fuck is this? I did the same thing. Uh, but then I played it and I was like, dude, this game is incredible. Uh, yeah. Noxious that runs at like 30 FPS though. Like that's like probably going to be the make or break for me, honestly, is a frame rate. <laughs> I don't know if they they did like remaster it. I don't know if it's still thirty, but it's like it's fine even if it is. Like Yeah, I I hear like the the new remake coming out for it's supposed to be pretty solid, but that's not coming out for a little while. You're doing another one for it? Not a remake, it's like a remaster. I think it's just the, the the HD remaster we got, but for like modern systems. See, that's how you know that game is good, because they re-released it. They're gonna remake it three times. Oh, I learned something interesting about it that I didn't know. Apparently, like the port that we got, the reason the HD port that we got is 30 FPS, is because it's based on the PS2 port of the game, which uh-huh. I guess like only came out in Japan. Yeah, I might be totally wrong on this, but it came out in Japan with like a bunch of extra content that wasn't in the original game. So the HD version that we're playing isn't the GameCube original. It's like a a, a remaster of the PS2 game. That's why it runs at 30 FPS because the the frame rate's like built into the game. Dude. Yeah, because apparently the GameCube version ran at 60. Which is like crazy to me that like that's still a problem now. They don't just put the work in to bump up the frame rate. But whatever. 
don't know, I think I'm ever going to be happy with that game, honestly, because like, I don't know, like, like how how much does the frame rate get in the way of the game? Like, really? Because if it's like an action game, you know, I'd want it to run at 60, but if it's not like that big of a deal, uh, you've played it more than I have. Like, what do, what do you think? Does the frame rate like really affect it that much? Well, I've only ever played the GameCube version, so I don't know. Ah. If, if that was 60, I don't, I don't remember. If that was 60, then, but I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that would get in the way of anything. It's not, it's not, it's not like a, it's like, it's not that, it's not like a tight game at all. It's like not that tight, you know, in terms of inputs and shit. I give it a shot. I own it on Steam. I just had to like fucking play it. It's good. Once you see how the combat system works, I think you're you're gonna be like, oh yeah, this is. It's like pseudo fighting game, but like with RPG. It's an RPG game, but with like it plays like almost like a fighting game. Almost like a fight. Like there's no inputs. It's literally just like smash, I guess, but on a two D plane, which is smash, I guess. Yeah. I see to try it then. I own it. I don't know why I don't just give it a shot. I think I got it like in a bundle forever ago. <laughs> I'll give it a try for sure. Anywho, that's going to be uh, it for the show. <laughs> Thank you everybody for coming in, saying hi to us, listening to us talk about video games. Yeah. Uh, Wasabi, man, tell where they can find us. Guys, you can go to gameoverse.com. You can go to gameoverse.com slash twitch, gameoverse.com slash YouTube, gameoverse.com slash discord, gameoverse.com slash extra life. We are doing right now extra life marathon stream. We've uh, embedded this podcast in the middle of it. So, uh, yeah. So when this podcast stops, we're going to keep going. For another yeah. what another fourteen hours, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody come by, say hi. We love to hear from you guys. Uh, I'm not gonna be here for the whole fourteen hours, but <laughs> no, you yeah. will. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll be here. So uh, finishing Bayonetta three, and then what? Uh, something entirely different after that so yeah that's gonna do it yeah peace out be safe <laughs> <laughs>